No, Superman Forever Radio, the weekly podcast devoted to Superman. And now here's your mild-mannered host, J. David Weeder. So I am back, uh, back uh, with Superman Forever Radio episode 12.5, which is an addendum of sorts to episode 12 that hit this same day. The reason I'm doing this is because there is big news happening. Uh, just as I was putting episode 12 to bed, a major news story came across. Superman has been cast for the Zack Snyder Helm Superman reboot, tentatively titled Superman the Man of Steel. And this announcement came on this Sunday morning out of the blue. And the first thing I did was text came and stole to make sure this wasn't another hoax or heavily handed rumor. And, you know, we just kept looking at it. it you know, by now it's hit the LA Times, New York Times. So as of this recording, it's as official as it gets. So I knew I couldn't wait another week to get this in. So I went back in to record this mini episode. So the announcement is Henry Cavill has been officially announced as Clark Kent Superman with a lot of reaction. Now, Zack Snyder's quote on the official press release was, In the pantheon of Superman heroes, Superman is the most recognized and revered character of all time, and I am honored to be a part of his return to the big screen. I also join Warner Brothers, Legendary, and the producers in saying how excited we are about the casting of Henry. He is the perfect choice to don the cape and S-shield. So who is Henry Cavill to start off with? Who is this guy? Well, he's a British actor whose highest profile part was on Showtime's The Tudors as uh, Charles Brandon, the first Duke. And he was once known as the unluckiest man in Hollywood, according to Empire Magazine, because he was one of the top contenders to play Batman in Batman Begins, which of course went to Christian Bale. He was also one of the lead choices to play James Bond before Daniel Craig got that part. And he was one of the top choices to play Superman for, uh, well, I think it was under McGee, but when Brian Singer came in uh, to reboot it with Superman Returns, the part went to Brandon Ralph. And he had a huge network of fan support, write-in support, for him to play Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Before that part went to Robert Pattinson, which is ironic because Cavill was Stephanie Meyer's uh, top choice, really modeled the character after him. Um, he wanted him to play Edward Cullen in Twilight, but Cavill was considered too old to play a 17-year-old, and that part two went to Robert Pattinson. Now, his first major role was in 2002's The Count of Monte Cristo alongside Jim Caviezel, who was himself considered for the role of Superman under McGee and Brett Ratner. And the reaction has been pretty immediate and very mixed, which is to be expected. Uh, most of the reaction I saw from on Twitter from female fans was relatively approving, mostly based on Cavill's good looks. Well, one tweet even said, can he just fly around naked? Which, ironically, my wife kind of approved of. And there seems to be a lot of backlash about them casting a British Superman. One tweet even suggested, why don't we just do an American James Bond or Harry Potter set in New York? And there seems to be a lot that, of course, don't know who Cavill is. Uh, he hasn't really headlined any big movies. Um, there's still strong support in the community for Brandon Ralph, John Hamm, of course, Tom Welling, and True Blood actor Joe Maganiello. But with any casting in a major comic book movie, there's going to be strong divisions made. Now, a lot of the focus now is kind of turning to the casting of Lois Lane. 
which may be weighed a little bit heavier since most Superman fans were not happy with Kate Bosworth's performance in Superman Returns. And of course, there's a lot of support for Erica Durance. And uh, most of the frontrunners that have been rumored in the last few months have been discarded. Natalie Portman was a big one, but admitted she knew nothing about it. And Anne Hathaway was recently announced to be the new Selena Kyle in The Dark Knight Rises, so you won't be seeing her. A couple of uh, the choices you know, floating around suggested have been Rashida Jones, who is on The Office in Parks and Recreation, and uh, Rachel McAdams. Uh, I'm going to get behind Rachel McAdams. I'd also like to throw Ashley Green in there from Twilight, because I think she'd make a wonderful Lois Lane. But, since we're on what I think, what do I think about this casting? Well, I'm cautiously approving. The Two Doors has been playing a lot on BBC America, and I've been catching it, and I just mentioned to my wife a week ago that Cavill was nearly Superman, and um, I could kind of see, you know, in the facial structure and the way he played the part he did, and I, I saw a nice swirl of emotion in his face, so he can convey a lot. Now, he's a slightly older choice than uh, what you'd be expecting from a, you know, Superman just beginning, so I'm not sure where they're going with the script, so I'm going to not necessarily put judgment on that. And at the same time, his looks don't necessarily define his age. He definitely has a good look and presence about him, I can tell you that much. And the fact that he's British doesn't bother me in the least. I know Superman is considered an American icon, but I see him more as a global icon. I mean, after all, he was created by two Jewish immigrants, and Joe Schuster himself spent time in Canada uh, growing up. And it's important to note that Schuster based the look of Metropolis on Toronto, and the Daily Planet was originally the Daily Star, named and modeled after the Toronto Daily Star. So I don't necessarily think that his, you know, background uh, as far as ethnicity really plays that much into that. It just look, look and presence for me. Because an American accent can be faked, but, you know, something where Superman walks in the room and you just kind of get it, you're kind of awestruck... That can't be faked that well. So, at the moment, Cavill's a good choice in my book because he has some presence and uh, some acting experience under his belt and a good presence. But he isn't a household name. So you've got a little bit of play in there. And my wife actually and I, we were discussing this and she just said, I don't see him as Clark Kent. And I actually disagree. I think he would play him a little bit differently than we've seen him before because Cavill can make Clark look like he's really carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders but with an ambiguity that doesn't necessarily say, I worry about saving the world. It could be, you know, is my tie crooked? But ultimately, time will tell. And I reserve my final verdict on Zack Snyder as director and Henry Cavill as Superman until December 2012, when I'm walking out of that theater. So, uh, there it is. Henry Cavill is your new Superman, and that kind of does it for this special episode of Superman Forever Radio. And, of course, as this story progresses through the week, you know, I'll be... Getting ready for episode 13, which means you know, I'll be back Sunday with that episode. And we'll look at Superman the Animated Series in that episode as well. So join me then when the never-ending battle continues, and thank you for listening. 